You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 239. And it's Tuesday, June 26, 2018. We're back and we're ready to go. we got a full episode for you today. In fact, we teased it last week. One of the topics we're going to talk about is stories about hitting animals with your automobile. We're going to hit animals with our automobile, Jeff, mm-hmm. while and, listening to the podcast. And, uh, we each have a couple stories, I think. I've got uh, I've got a story and a thought. Mm. Layton said he's got two stories. Jeff, it was actually Jeff's idea to, to use this topic, and a listener gave us a story to read about. This is actually local news. Local wow. news. Wow. So we're pretty excited <clears throat> about that as well. Um Jeff, you ha- you let's just get started with. We don't have our coffee segment today, or we do, but it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. Let's start with that. Let's do it. Um, I'm trying to find this on the McDonald's website. I went to McDonald's today, and I got us wow. um, some frozen coffee. Um, and this is McDonald's new cold brew coffee, and people are going nuts over it, saying it's the best thing ever. Um, so I have two normal versions here, and one frappe version. Um, and you guys can take your pick, and then I'll take whichever one's left. Two normal and one frappe. Yeah. I'll take a normal. Take a normal. Layton? I, I want a frappe. Take the frappe. I'm a sugar kind of guy. I'll try the normal. I had my fill of sugar. Mm, it's really good, Jeff. Oh, man. Good lands. This is like the... Uh, Ooh, wow. This is pretty good. Now, I'm not sure this is any different from what they normally had, just their normal... Blended coffees. Well, what's yeah. different um, about it? It's just a different flavor, I think. Really, it tastes like. But this is a lot to me. Uh, no, but like the base coffee flavor is a lot stronger. Um, oh my goodness! Do you, you know how like Risen Rolls, uh, oh, their the, signature donut. What? Yeah. W- what kind is that? The one with the powder on top. Yeah. The Amish crack kind. The Amish crack. Okay. Well, obviously, like it's very well known that those are like. The most insane, sugariest version of donuts that you've ever had. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the most insane, sugariest version. No, taste this. Th- this is not that sugary. Th- this is the 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 regular the, one is not super sugary. I want to I want to try the frappe. It tastes about the same. You think it's that sugary? I mean, the I, the frappe is a little sweeter. I, a little, little bit. Little bit. I don't know. Would you say that Starbucks is sugarier than this? No. Well, depends what you get. I would but say they're Starbucks equally, is, equally sugar. Either one has to be the most insane out of like all. Yeah, it depends what like drink you get. Because there, there's drinks that are just like loaded with sugar. Yeah. Like there's, are, there's just drinks that are. Question. Are you guys, do you typically get uh, a drink like this, a, a blended frappuccino or something with sugar in your coffee or are you more of a i drink coffee and i just drink it plain i don't i don't add like when i go french, order french vanilla sweetener to it or cream to it when i order coffee from anywhere no just in general like in the, general um when i make coffee at home i go about half and half i drink it black or 
drink it with sugar in it. Not as much, not as often cream. I like. But when you, what if you go to Main Street or to Starbucks? Do you get a coffee or I do you usually, get? I usually, oh, at Main Street, um, if I'm going to sit there for a while, like doing work, then I'll get a coffee. And I'll often put cinnamon and a little bit of sugar and a little bit of cream in. Um, but if I'm like stopping there just, you know, to, to hang out with someone or um, I'm going to leave right away, I usually get something sugary like a latte or frappe. All right. What about you, Leighton? I normally... Or if do you if, normally get a, a chai or something? I usually get a latte from the coffee shop. Um, or like on a hot summer day, dude, St. Patty's Day shake is mm. so refreshing. Those are really good. Uh, or what is the, the those other things all called? Uh, a cremosa? Yeah, cremosas are pretty cremosas good. Cremosas are really good. Oh. Uh, like a peach cremosa. Mm. I, I normally drink it black or with cream. I don't normally get a latte or a, a frappuccino. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I like I like the specialty drinks, but I'm more apt to get a hot drink than a cold drink. Me too. Um, in the summer, I'll get cold drinks, but during the winter, I just love a hot drink. All right. Well, it, it is delicious. It's very yeah. good. If anything, it's better than – it's definitely better than the last time I had a McDonald's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sugary and there's coffee people, drink. People are going nuts on Twitter about this, um, saying that it's way better than Starbucks, which I, I actually would rather get this than any Starbucks drink I've ever had. Um, yeah. But before we leave our coffee segment, yeah, I, I really feel like I need to point out, um, I, I found this really interesting video, uh, on YouTube and it's, and it's, it was trending at the time and it's still, uh, it was trending a couple days ago, which is how I found it. And it is still number 42 on YouTube's top trending videos. And it is, wow. uh, a coffee expert guesses cheap versus expensive coffee. Mm. And I watched the whole thing. It's by Epicurious. That's the name of the channel. And he does a great job of pointing out the differences between expensive mm. and cheap coffee. Mm-hmm. And I, I found it very interesting. Jeff, if you want to learn something more about the difference between beans, grinds, whatever, what makes good coffee good and bad coffee bad, watch this video. I should watch. I did see it show up. Um not a huge YouTube watcher, but we'll try to share it, it on the Facebook page. That yeah. way, people can. We'll try. Try is the keyword. <clears throat> he, he is a little bit full of himself, or like I'm getting overtones of like maybe a little bit of a bitter apple, and maybe just a little hint of caramel in there. Would like no d- disregard those things as far as like when he's describing the taste, <laughs> but there there are some like really good coffee facts that he points out, like. You find out that there's there's like a bean that is a coffee bean that is picked when it's uh when it's picked too early, they're like whitish, and they hold very little coffee flavor. They're called Quakers. Quakers, huh? I think. Hmm. Just like interesting stuff like Quakerism. that. That is interesting. Mm. Anyways, well, keep let's, going. let's move on. Yeah, yeah, let's. The big topic for Quakers, today, Batman, was. Was hitting uh, hitting animals with your automobile, right? And I, I've got a story. I'll start with my story, and then I've also got a theory. The story is a few years ago. I had a Ford, Fl- or not a Ford Flex. I had a, a Cyan XB, the little box cars. Do, do you miss that car? Uh, every now and again, every now and again, I sit on the road. Not that I wish I'd be in it, but I I enjoyed it while I had it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the time there. 
And for those of you who don't know what it is, um, they're generally referred to as cracker boxes. Or toasters. Uh, yeah, it's the like little square little car that you see that used to be a lot more popular than it is yeah. now. In fact, remember that hamster commercial? It, the cars were – it wasn't that car, but it was kind of like the hamster the, commercial the car. The, the hamsters were with the cube, and the Cyan XP was its grandfather. Uh, I mm. prefer to call it like the retarded grandson. But it was older. Grandson. The Cyan XP is older oh, than the okay. cube. The anyway, anyway. Yeah, I agree. Uh, growing up, I never had a whole lot of affection for animals. I didn't feel bad driving over them. You know, if they came out on the road, mm. uh, I never, I never went, you know, hunting for them. I mean, except when I was literally hunting for them, but not with a car. Oh, mm. but hunting with the, a car. There's a good story about that mm. coming up. Uh, soon after I got my son XB, or I, I say all that, that I wasn't, I was never afraid. And if I'd seen an animal on the road, uh, unless it would be a dog or a cat, if it would be a possum, I would, I would try to hit it. However, that all about uh, came to an end. And that sentence was greatly put together. Just, just, just keep <laughs> going. So just was let's the move following. on. Just forget it happened. Driving down 1350, which is a rough road anyway, mm-hmm. uh, saw this raccoon and swerved to hit it. Instincts took over. I swerved yeah. to hit it without thinking. And I did hit it. Raccoons and there was a loud, are there was a loud the worst. thud, a noticeable thud. And I didn't think too much of it, except that I was a little bit worried that I might have done some damage. Anyway, when I got to where I was going, I looked, went around the front of the car, and I saw that my bumper was practically destroyed. I mean, it was hanging low, way too low. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and at that point, from then on, every time I see an animal on the road, I instinctly swerve away from hitting it. Oh, Instincts my. took over. I have a Ford Flex now, which is definitely a more durable vehicle. Oh, my goodness. And yes. I think I could take on a raccoon now, but I'm still, <laughs> I'm still afraid of what that, what that might cost me. Uh, those plastic bumpers are not cheap. No. Not anymore. So there's my, <clears throat> there's my story on that. So what's your, your theory? My yeah, theory. Let's hear, your, let's hear your theory. Is that there is a certain speed when you are, a hundred times more likely to hit a bird while in flight. Ooh, ooh, I totally agree with this. And I think uh, because I, I, it was back in high school, and or maybe I think it was back in high school, either the, the way to graduation or maybe it was to youth night or something. But but back in the day. I remember I hit two birds in relatively close amount of time, and both times I was going at excessive speed. And before that, I I, I never hit a bird, but mm-hmm. but in a short amount of time, I hit two birds. Because the birds always like swoop out of the way at the last second. Yes, that speed is seventy-two miles per hour. Seventy-two. Okay. Yes. If mm. you go Man, below, I've, I've never speed. been going slow enough to notice that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, Ruben, I totally agree with you because I, I have noticed the same thing. You don't hit birds until you're going over a certain speed and somewhere around that range. And um, I, I'm definitely open to thoughts from listeners. If, if you think that speed is a little bit lower uh, or a little bit higher, then definitely let us know. But I think it depends a little bit what vehicle you're driving. Because for be. me, I would say it's a little bit faster than that. But because just because my car is low lower. To the ground. Yeah. Um, now I have a theory on why this is true. But do you have a theory? Well, I think it's just because the birds are limited uh, physics. I think I mean, they just can only take off so fast. I think it's that the birds are used to vehicles traveling at appropriate speeds. 
Um, and so they know how soon they have to fly away to get out of the way. Ah, yes. Um, and when you go faster than that, then they like see you coming and they're like, are bad at judging distances or something. And they fly away too slowly or, or to take off too late because they always manage to get out of the way at normal speeds. Yeah. They right. always manage to get out of the way. And I think if they were used to cars traveling faster, they would also always manage to get out of the way there too. All right. So hold on. And, um, and I've got, I have, there's one exception to this bird rule, and it's a cardinal. <laughs> because I do remember, this is fairly recently, and I was not speeding. I was probably going uh, 50, 55 miles per hour. And this cardinal, it just flew out in front of me, and I just didn't even have time to swerve. Ruben. But I, I you saw some that red feathers. <sighs> Flutter it through the air like glitter. A poof of red feathers. You killed an endangered species. That's they're our state bird. I, there are they're state just illegal I don't to think kill. they're endangered. They're just illegal to kill. Ah. Uh, Either way, I, I love cardinals. I wouldn't. I don't want to kill cardinals. I, I, I think the uh, the females are pretty ugly. The females are not uh, definitely not as nice. I love it how was the a male. male. I hit the male. Mm. You nice killed feathers. one of the pretty ones. Yeah. I hit a bird on the way out. Hold on, hold on, though. I interrupted. Well, Layton, Layton was going somewhere. Was going what, somewhere. Where was it going? I don't know. I interrupted you right when I said that the one oh, yes. exception is the cardinal. So I I agree with you, Jeff, that it's because birds are used to, like, that they've become acquainted with normal speeds mm-hmm. of vehicles. And so they know when to fly out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's fast forward, like, 100 years from now, when, like, the Hyperloop train <clears throat> is a regular thing. There will never Actually, be animals in the way of that. You're right, because it's in a tunnel. <laughs> it's it? inside an enclosed loop. <laughs> Shoot. But let's say, okay, the bullet train. Yeah. Let's say bullet trains were way more common, and we're, like, traveling. How, how fast does the bullet train go? Mm. The ones in Europe go 200. How fast does the bullet train 200 miles per go? hour. I think 160 to 200, somewhere in there. That is fast. Here's what I found on the web for how fast does the bullet train go. The ones in Japan go faster. They're, like, insane. But let's say they they would let's say it's 150 miles an hour. Do you think that birds will eventually become used to that speed and like they'll start fluttering off at even the slightest little glimmer of movement off off in the distance? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 200 miles per hour is the bullet train in Japan, so that's a fast one. Well, the, the problem is they can't. I mean, if they get hit, they're gonna die. So the only only way they can learn. Is from watching their yeah. their family. I, I think may, maybe it's natural selection in the it's slow birds. Survival just die. of the fittest. But the bull, the bullet trains. I mean, they do take up a very small amount of space, mm. um, and also they're like shaped in a really pointy way that I think would kind of like. Well, Deflect okay. The birds this whole thing is also true. Uh, hitting and not hitting is also true about bugs, because if you go a certain speed. Above a certain speed, you get way more bugs splattered on your car, like way more. It's insane because I think it's something to do with like how the air is flowing over your vehicle and the bugs like glide over your vehicle normally. You know, the I air thought... kind of the air flowing over your vehicle kind of pushes them away from your vehicle in such a way they don't splat all over. I thought it had more to do with bugs having uh, an exterior skeleton. And so at a certain well, could speed, be. That they, could don't, be true. they don't, they aren't crushed and smashed. Yeah. They're just 
deflected like popcorn. Mm-hmm. Kind of glance. That, yeah, you could be on okay, something. Okay, well, well then what about what about snow? By Jeff's theory, uh, the faster you're going, the more snow will hit your vehicle rather than because I I do feel like some mm, snow yeah. like at a certain Kinda speed wafts over. Yeah. Well, okay, but they do make those things, or they used to. This used to be a really big thing. They had those plastic things that go on the front of your mm-hmm. hood. To like make so you don't get bug splats on your windshield. Why did that go away? I remember my parents' vehicle they used look to ugly. have them because they look ugly. They do. You're absolutely right. They're heinous. Yeah. I'd rather have to Watch. wipe bugs off of the windshield than deal with a nasty looking thing. Yeah. Actually, I think I I think I have that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, some vehicles I think still have it. Yeah. Some semis do. I think Kyle broke mine, like, <laughs> cracked it, and he's oh, I'll buy you a new one. I'll buy, I promise I'll buy you a new one. That was and... back during uh, Eric's bachelor party. <laughs> Eric Eric's, Troyer. Eric Troyer. I. That was that was, that was several years, years several ago. years ago. Yeah, yeah. something happened. Huh. Wow. Hmm. 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 Uh, Par any, for any, the course. Anyway, where were we? Where were we going? Uh, my turn. Okay. <laughs> my turn for stories. Sadly, both of the stories that I'm about to say didn't happen to me, and uh, they well, were this is fine. either related. They were either told to me by the person that it happened, or they were told to me by a coworker who this incident happened to one of his friends. Whew. Let's go with the coworker who friend of is a this, friend of a is co-worker. This coworker Adam. No, this or is, is not, a different coworker. This is uh. Uh, fanatical Mitch. <laughs> Isn't it weird that the word fan is short for fanatic? Yeah. And I feel like fan, that seems kind of like, like, oh, they're just a fan. Mm-hmm. But like fanatic almost. It's like an extreme. It, it almost seems like extreme, obsessive yeah. and like dangerously. And then when you go obsessed. to fanaticism, that sounds even worse. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, so Mitch told me that uh, one of his friends was driving down the road. I don't know where this was at. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he was close to home, far from home, or whatever. Uh, but this guy, one of Mitch's friends, hits a dog. And he feels bad about it. And he goes up to the house. And uh, the dog, like, I think ran in front of him. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have time to swerve, hit him, and he was still kind of like, uh, uh, still alive or just twitching. Uh, still alive, but definitely struggling. <laughs> uh, definitely in misery. Barely breathing. I don't know, but still alive. But still alive. But his quality of life definitely diminished. <laughs> definitely diminished. <laughs> Uh, so he goes to the house, and uh, a lady answers the door. Knocks on the door. A lady answers the door. She says, "He's like, I'm sorry, I, I hit your dog." And the lady just starts crying. She says, "Oh my goodness! Oh, my husband loved that dog. It was his favorite dog." And she just starts crying. And she's like, "You, you, you have to go down to the barn and, and tell him. I, I can't. No, I can't. You no, go down to the barn and, and and tell my husband what happened. Oh no! Does the lady know the dog it might still be halfway be alive? He's gonna be devastated. Well, yeah, he told her that you know he, he's the dog is in a bad state. 
<laughs> right now, and it's not looking too hopeful. <laughs> uh, so the guy uh, goes down to the barn and uh, finds find the lady's husband working in there and says, sir, I'm sorry, but I, of course, you know, you think like, oh my goodness, it's a lady's crying and it was the guy's dog. And she says that she was crying because of him. You're right. Imagine the guy's reaction. So he says, I'm sorry. I, I, I hit your dog. I'm really sorry, but you know, he's kind of struggling right now. He's, he's definitely going to die. And the guy just stops working, looks over at him, says, hmm, and walks over to a cupboard and pulls out a gun (laughs) and says, if I give you this gun, would you please go shoot it? (laughs) Because I hate that dog. (laughs) But my wife thinks I love it so much. And I've just been tolerating it because she gave it to me. No. All these years, no. And I would love to go and shoot that thing, but I can't because my wife will think that I didn't love it after all. <laughs> so please, just take this gun and go shoot it. Well, this is a true story. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is great. Uh, <laughs> wow. Was it an Amish family? I have no idea. I have no idea. Man, but this is excellent. I have a sneaky suspicion, a really sneaky suspicion, Ruben, that. That whole scenario is a sign. Is kind of what the future holds for you. Yeah. No. I think it's what the future holds for Kyle and Amanda. No, since, Kyle since, loves the dog. But but does Amanda? Amanda would shoot the thing before Kyle. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Exactly. Oh no, this is this is the oh, scenario. What is wrong because with Kyle? Kyle gave it to Amanda as an engagement gift. Ah. Uh, and so Amanda could never shoot it. Oh yeah, she's not allowed to. She's not allowed to because it's a it was, sign of their love. It was an engagement gift. Oh my! If the dog we better stop talking now, just so that Kyle doesn't get any ideas. Amanda about what may have happened. Amanda, when, um, when one of us runs over my, the dog, my brother has a crappy <laughs> truck. He'll he'll drive over it for you. Really? But the problem is, the dog already got ran over once, and yeah, who, Kyle and Amanda aren't even married yet. Who, <laughs> who drove over it? I think it got partially. Uh, her younger what? brother Jerry. See, she, already put, <laughs> she put him up to it. She did. He probably Ooh, did. Hmm. <sighs> Kyle, you better hire a private detective. How devious to keep your dog safe. And then to cover it up, she let the dog bite her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Or oh, you had a second story. I did have a second story. Okay. Well, that one was excellent. Thanks. Yeah. This one, I'm. It's not. It doesn't quite have the plot twist. Uh, that the first story had, but still, especially at the time, it was hilarious. This is a story that happened to my best friend in high school. I remember he was planning on, I believe he was planning on going on a mission trip. Well, he was going to go with, uh, go down to TMI, which is in Florida. TMI stands for Teen Mission International. Mm. And it, they go through a pretty rigorous boot camp for about two weeks. And then after that, they go uh, on like a four-week mission trip to wherever they're assigned, I think. Anyway, so I think I think he was preparing for TMI. And he decided he needed to get in shape. He needed to work out his legs some, lose a little bit of weight, get, get physically fit 
for what for what's coming do some preparation and so he decided he is going to uh do some jogging uh, let's let's call it power walking i don't know <laughs> he's doing something out on the road that's what he was doing and so he uh he wanted he needed to go jogging. He decided he's going to do this on a regular basis, but his parents left the one evening that he wanted to go jogging. And so he was in charge of babysitting his little sister Maddie. And um Maddie didn't want to run or walk with him. And so he decided, well, if you're not going to do that, then I guess I'll get a stroller. <clears throat> And plus, the extra effort of having to push the stroller would make the workout even more beneficial. Mm -hmm. More intense. Yep. So, I think they were were either just starting off or they were just getting back to the house. But either way, their little dog, Dixie, comes running out onto the road. While there, while Jordan is power walking, and um, the dog sees them, comes running, and <laughs> a do- a car uh, is like oncoming, I believe, <laughs> and the dog is not aware of the onslaught that's about to happen, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Jordan's pushing his little sister. I think she has a little Game Boy in hand. She's paying attention to the Game Boy. And here comes Dixie the dog. Here comes the car. Dixie just is blindsided by this car. And thankfully, the car tried to, I think, get out of the way. Tried to swerve and miss the dog. But it was all to no avail. In fact, it was even more brutal of a hit. <laughs> because the dog... Gets stuck in the wheel well. Oh, no, no. <laughs> well, not completely stuck, but I think it kind of like went through a couple of revolutions <laughs> around the wheel, around the front wheel. But don't worry, it didn't stay in there. It got flung. <laughs> so it did a couple of revolutions. It flung, 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 and <laughs> gets flung into the ditch. And then Maddie witnesses all of this. She witnesses her dog get flung into the ditch. And she yells, Dixie! And then she jumps up out of the stroller and just starts running towards the ditch down the road. And Jordan is like running behind her with a stroller saying, Maddie, get back in the stroller! I mean, I'm assuming the dog did not. I don't think they made it. (laughs) Poor Dixie. Oh, oh my. Oh boy. But yeah, it's it's a pretty brutal. Um, yeah. You, event. you you've told two like really uh, intense stories. But you have you never hit an animal, Leighton? Um, on the road. I might have gotten a bird. I think I got a bird stuck in my Honda Civic grill one time. But mm. I wasn't like even stuck into it. I was never aware. I think I just discovered it. At one point, I just discovered a, a bird stuck in my grill. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it actually happening. Um, I might have like hit a possum, but like I never like saw the remnants of it at all. Yeah. Like 
it just kind of hobbled away. I never like stopped and went back. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Well, Jeff, <clears throat> you're up. Well, I don't know if I have like as as um, entertaining of stories as Layton's, but I do have a number of them. Nice. Um. So, well, one uh, speaking, Ruben, about your um, trying to hit animals on the road, Spencer, uh, like prides co-worker Spencer. co-worker Spencer, prides himself in hitting possums. On-site foreman, Spencer. yeah. And I don't know what county Senior he's up to. Senior on-site foreman Spencer. <laughs> I don't know what he's up to now, but he he has hit a significant number of possums on the road, mm-hmm. and he will go to, to such lengths um, to hit a possum that one time a possum like ran across the road, and then like he swerved to hit it, but he missed, and so he backs up, gets out, and chases the possum back onto the road so he can drive over. <laughs> did it yeah. stay on? Did it work? Did yeah, it stay it on the road? Wor- it did work. <laughs> and it stayed on the road. That's that's dedication. That that's is. dedication. Dedication, perseverance, long suffering, marksmanship. There's a lot of skills being demonstrated there. There are. And just to comment, coons are the worst because they always run across the road and then they run back every time. How do you know? Because I've hit three of them. And every time they run across and you're like, whew, and then they run back and boom. And they also break bumpers as per Ruben's story because they're big. <laughs> they're so big. I think they jump also or something. That, right before the... Mm-hmm. Well, they're like, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to bring your bumper with me. <laughs> uh, I saw something almost halfway, almost sad the other day, and it's related to this, but I saw two uh, two squirrels, and you guys know how tough it is to hit a squirrel. I mean, it, yeah, they're, they're, they're it's, tough. It's really hard to hit a squirrel. They're, you know, they're not huge. They're not... They're quick. They're not super fast in a straight line, but they're quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've driven straight over one, like straddled it and not hit it. Well, I saw I was uh, two squirrels were playing in the opposite lane from from where I was in. It was in Napanee, so traffic is going nice and slow. No one's going fast, uh, and these squirrels are playing back and forth. And it looks like I don't know if it's mating season or not, but it just looked like a little a little dance, a squirrel dance happening. Some kind of ritual. Yeah, and it looked like the vehicle. The oncoming car started to slow down, but somehow that squirrel still got hit. And I don't know how, because that car was going about as slow as it could go. That was the slowest roadkill I've ever seen happen. But just one of them was killed. Like, and it just made, made me kind of sad, because I thought, you know, they were just friendly, playing around. I'm not sure what was going on. Oh, no. Squirrels huh. are so annoying. Squirrels are. Anyway. Yeah. They, they tear up stuff. There was, they, there they was some, seeds. some mayhem. Uh, nearby, and it made the local news. Um, there's an article over on WSBT, and brother-in-law Eric shared this article article with me the other day. But investigation underway after driver hits and kills 20 geese. Wow. This is in South Bend. There was an image on social media that caused some of the outrage, and there is a video, and you can kind of halfway see a video of, of where it's <coughs> at and maybe a couple of the geese. But there's uh, an investigation underway by the South Bend Animal Care and Control. Uh, I hadn't heard of this department before, but I guess they uh, are on the case. <laughs> uh, but I guess images first appeared on uh, a Facebook page that someone saw it and someone turned them in. Um, and there was definitely outrage from the neighbors and people that saw it. And here, here's a neighbor 
uh, said this. We have a lot more geese than we ever did in this community because a lot of them are non-migratory. And yeah, and they're not allowed to shoot them or anything. There was a story a couple of years back that they actually had to like take them into a vet and leth- give them lethal injections or something. Like instead of just shooting them because it was inhumane to shoot them. Anyways. And it says only people with special license from the state are allowed to shoot these geese during hunting season. And and there's, they're all over Elkhart as well where I live. And, yes, they're always they're in the way. They poop everywhere. They're they, super so annoying. They are. Oh. Uh, if you do harm a geese, this article says you can. What if you harm a goose? <laughs> Uh, there's a, up to a fifteen thousand dollar fine, or hold s- it, or, or six months in prison if you harm it. Yeah, it's, it's not even retarded. if you kill it. Yeah, if you harm it. So I don't, know, I don't know if it adds up if you kill one versus if you kill twenty, but you may as well make it worth it. If you're gonna harm one, you may but as well just so go ahead and kill it because and eat it. it's actually like the geese in South Bend is actually a problem. Like there are so many geese that they actually have problems with poop everywhere in the parks. Why are they endangered? Aren't there a ton of them? It's not they're not. It's like it's like a dumb law protecting an animal that's not really endangered. It's like saying, "Hey, all right, we need to protect they the should. flies they and should. the mosquitoes." They should just have a, a goose a cookout. You know, <laughs> like for a week or maybe for kill a uh, goose, like bring a, it purge. Here. a purge, <laughs> a purge. <laughs> but it can in be a neighbor. It can be something that brings the community together. They can go and even like kill these geese and and have barbecues. Yeah, like a big block party with free food. Yeah, chicken nuggets or geese nuggets all around. Geese nuggets all around. Geese nuggets. <laughs> I've heard that geese are like steak that flies. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> no, I heard that from a, a commercial. Uh, I think it was like a maple leaf farm. Oh yeah, the duck, I've had the duck. duck. I've had duck, but I've never had a goose. I haven't either. Mm. <clears throat> all right, I don't know if I'd want to. That's all of our. <clears throat> well, I have a few more stories. Oh, you do? Oh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, don't, 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 don't. <clears throat> I didn't mean to cut you off, no. Jeff. Short. Um, I did hit the neighbor's dog once, oh. literally right in front of him. I felt so bad, but I didn't stop because. I felt so bad. <laughs> you. So wait, I was like. So he totally saw you. Like he caught you. Red-handed. Oh my word. This this is how it went, Jeff. So I'm like, Jeff. I am driving. You are club an kids. ambassador of the French Press podcast. This was before. I Well was done. The French press. <laughs> <laughs> that is how we. So watch I was driving Club Kids Sunday morning, and I was late, and I had to be there. And I was like, Oh shoot, I'm gonna be late. So I'm like booking it. I actually wasn't speeding, surprisingly, but I was just trucking down our road. And so this is on the way to go pick up. This is on the way. Okay. Yeah, and this is like half a mile from my house. Okay. And I'm driving along and I'm like I see the person out literally walking across the road to put stuff in their mailbox. Okay? And and their mailbox is on the left-hand side of the road. So I like kind of like slow down a little bit and and like stay all the way over so that I can pass them safely. And so I'm like paying attention to the person out by the mailbox. And the next thing I know, Kerhump. Kerhump. Their massive golden retriever lab, whatever it was, <laughs> I just nailed it <laughs> with my front bumper. I absolutely nailed it. And like, how I did it not break your bumper? It it bent it a little bit. It didn't break, but it it was like it was like such a broadside hit, and so much of the dog hit the bumper that it like kind of flung the dog into the ditch. Yes. <laughs> and I wasn't quite sure what happened until, like, I, like, 
because I didn't see the dog mm-hmm. originally. I and then it was about I was about a quarter mile past, and I realized, wait a minute, that was their dog that I hit. <laughs> and but I kept on going because I was late. Did you ever stop? In? The dog is still alive. Oh, so it didn't actually kill it. It was, I wasn't going fast enough to kill it. But the person was standing right there, like literally five feet away when it happened. Could he report you? It was a she. Could she a, report you? Probably not. Call the cops. It was their dog. No. If it's it was, on a public it was, road. It was on a if public there, road. If it's on the road. Yeah, but if it was a goose. If it was oh, a it, goose. That's a different story. Geese are different. But, but this is an unprotected dog. Probably unregistered as well. Let's hope so. Um, <sighs> when, did, time, when did, Jeff, did you go mm-hmm. back then later that evening? Or when did you find out uh, that I everything was okay? I, I maybe drove past later that day or the next day and saw the dog running around in the yard and it was fine. So... Did you ever talk to this person? Oh, no, no. You never talked to him about hitting their dog? No. How many years did. ago did this happen? Oh, this was probably... Who do you work six for? Six years ago, six or seven years ago. So it was a while ago. Jeff, we were grooming you for the podcast back then. <laughs> You're lucky this didn't show up, come up on your resume. Uh-huh. Um, um, oh, one time... At we what were... point... Hold on, though. At what point would you guys, after you hit an animal and it's still alive... Because I do feel like I don't like being cruel to, to animals or anything. So if if there's an animal that is hurt, like if you hit a cat or something on the road, I do feel like the right thing to do is to go kill it. Mm-hmm. So either drive over it again. That's Double probably tap. the best. <laughs> Double tap. <laughs> I think that's the best option because, I mean, unless you would happen to have a gun with you, which is probably unlikely. It depends who you now, are. Now, in today's world. <laughs> But do you agree with that? I mean, if you hit a, um, if you hit an animal, like, would you go back and make sure it's dead? Depends what it is, but probably not. I mean, if I knew that it was probably dead, then now I would probably tell the owner. I would probably feel bad enough to tell the owner. But I would just pretty much assume that it was dead. I mean, unless I saw it, like, struggling or whatever. Okay, yeah, and I, I agree. If I If it's a good, solid hit... And it flies away, and I don't see it on the road. It's not like I go walking through the ditch trying to find it. If it's a cat, I won't even worry about it. <laughs> There's too many cats. Um, if it's if it's like a dog, like a family pet kind of dog, then yeah, I mean you you should say something. But I'll talk more about putting it down. But putting it, I I don't know. I've just never been in a scenario where an animal is almost or is still alive, except for the one time that it's totally alive and totally fine. And that is, it's probably good he didn't back up and drive over. Do the double tap. <laughs> Do the double right <laughs> like She's standing right there. <laughs> and they pop in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> and then drive over it again to keep going forward. <laughs> and then you roll out your oh, window and like, send me a bill. <laughs> like, Don't worry. I took care of it. It's out of its misery. <laughs> oh, I my. didn't. Because you're my neighbor, I didn't just do the double tap. I did the triple tap. <laughs> just for you. Just for you. You're welcome. Oh, man. I, I I just remembered. I have one more hitting an animal story. And, Ruben, I think you were there. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I think you were there. Um, but there was one time when I was driving my mom and dad's uh, Acura. And we were on our way to go to a concert. I was driving, and I went. I already had a good amount of people in my in in my parents' car, 
like and we were there we were we drove over to uh collier's house well what was then collier's house now i think sadie and eric live there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so we drive in there this was in the winter by the way i was okay yes keep on going i wasn't there but i remember hearing about it okay <laughs> <laughs> it's the slowest the slowest hit of an animal you could possibly imagine it is so slow but anyways so we we i pull into their driveway eric hops in and it was snowy by the way and it was cold it was really cold there was ice on the roads there were ice chunks mm-hmm. and um pick up eric he hops in and so i pop in reverse and i start backing out and i'm going slow like we're talking mm-hmm. like uh, like, Probably are you, are less even, than it's definitely less than seven miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Are you even hitting out. the gas to back up, or are you just kind of letting it coast back? I was no, I was letting it idle back. Yeah. Okay, it was so slow, and like all of a sudden the vehicle stops, and I'm like, boy, that's kind of intense. So I give the, give it the gas a little bit, and we, and the back tire like <laughs> like goes over it, and I'm like, wow. That is a big ice chunk. <laughs> I do not remember seeing that <laughs> when I was driving in. <laughs> and then <laughs> the uh, I keep on going in reverse, and then the front tire comes to it. And once again, it like stops, and then I give it the gas, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and Eric says jokingly... <laughs> Like, I hope that wasn't the dog. <laughs> and I keep on backing up. And then I see, I, I peek over the top of the hood as I'm backing uh-huh. up. And I see a little paw, like, <laughs> kind of waving. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I know, <clears throat> I know this is probably very painful for, for a lot of people, but I don't know why it's hitting me so humorous tonight. Oh, oh my word. And the dog is like, on it, laying on its back and like looking up and wailing its one paw back and forth, like as if it's like waving the flag of surrender. <laughs> so, did you do the right thing and 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 kill it then and do the double tap? I mean, technically, you tried doing double tap. But. I I did do a double tap unknowingly, uh, but don't worry. Collier comes running out of the house, and he kind of like. Pets it, and it kind of like gets. I got out of the car, and I'm like, I am so sorry. And he's like, Oh no, I saw everything. (laughs) He said you were going so slow, and it just did not move out of the way. But he told me, like, you you had dragged it a little bit until finally its skin got caught underneath the tire, and then it like. The tire gripped it <laughs> enough to drive over it. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's brutal. Oh, man. And I remember it kind of, like, got up, and it kind of, like, had its, like, mouth open, and it was just kind of, like, <sighs> panting in desperation. Like, it does not know what just happened. <laughs> it was so slow. It all happened so slowly. <laughs> so excruciating. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I think it died three days later. <laughs> <laughs> It was an old dog. Oh, my word. 
That's a good story. Uh, yeah. I, I I wasn't there, but I remember you telling me that. And yeah. Oh. Well, what one time Kyle and I, this was before I could drive. Okay, and so I didn't have my license yet. So Kyle was kind of like people were my ride, um, and Kyle back in his red Nissan Altima that he had back in the day, that junk hole of a car. Mm. Um, he's taking me home one night, and we're about on a half mile from home, and. We see this animal run across the road, or starting to run across the road, and Kyle's like, "Oh, what's it?" Swerves to hit it, and something in the back of my mind was just like it didn't quite click, but it registered a little bit. This is probably a bad idea, and we hit it, and whatever, it's fine. About a eighth of a mile further, we realized what a mistake we had made. It was a skunk. No. And it was so bad. <laughs> this was a half a mile from home, okay? By the time we got home, the car had was the windows were all closed. The air was not blowing very fast. By the time we had gotten home, the smell was so bad it was literally like seeped into my clothing. Uh-huh. And like I had to wash my clothes right away because of how bad it was. Like soaking in tomato juice. We didn't. I heard that. that I heard that's a thing. I don't know if it works. I think I've heard lemon juice works as well for your hands or for your body. Like I wouldn't want to put lemon juice in my clothes, but should we Google that? I think it's the acid in it. Acid reflux. Yeah. And then this was about a month ago. I hit a deer on the way home from the podcast. Oh, Jeff, I don't think I, don't I, I, didn't, I didn't hear about but, this. But actually, the deer hit me, rather. I was driving south out of Napanee, <laughs> going about 40 miles an hour, uh, 45 maybe, and just you know, just getting to the spot um, past past what Southside School, mm-hmm. um, like, I don't know, 100 feet past that. And all of a sudden, I see this head, <laughs> like, right in front of me. And it's a deer. And I, like... Slam on the brakes, honk my horn, and this is totally—it's totally dark outside. And well, bam! I mean, it was—it was the loudest thing ever. And I was like, "Oh man, I have hit this deer, and I have destroyed my car." And so I quick like stop and pull over to the side, and I go back and look for the deer. There is no deer, no deer to be seen. And I was like, "What in the world is going on?" And it—I t- was walking around for about five minutes, and then a cop like saw me and like. Pulled over and asked what was going on. I said, I think I hit a deer, but I can't find it. And so you did stop to try to make sure it was dead or what? Well, yeah, I did. I did okay. at that point, okay. yeah. He did a failed double tap. Um, and then come to find out that the deer, like, ran across the road and was going to run into me and decided to jump at the last minute and jumped over my car No, while I was driving. And the back leg of it like hit my mirror and broke my mirror a little bit and then also made a small dent inside of my car, very small, and like made some scratches and that was it. And, and it the, survived? It, it survived and it totally cleared my car. Like <laughs> my totally So when you saw his head, you saw like in your passenger window? No, it was in or, my driver window. It was, oh, oh, it was, it was right by my head. Okay, okay. But it was at that point that it was already it starting bounded. to jump. Oh, okay. wow. And like right over my car. Man, if it would have <clears> waited <throat> a split second, like... A tenth of a second, it would it would have been fine. It could just have walked across. Yeah, yeah. Ruben, <sighs> it probably had to pee, and it was trying to get to the outhouse. <laughs> Maybe. When you got to go, you got to go. And then another time, pretty much the same scenario. Well, not quite. So this was Darren. Darren. 
driving my car for the first time and he's not like my car's a manual and so he's not very proficient at manual he can drive them but he's like not super skilled because he doesn't drive it regularly anyways and so we're at church and he wants to drive my car i'm like sure let's go on a ride whatever and we take off out of church head towards um matt and pam's which is like a quarter mile half mile on the road whatever well he's like you know still like kind of getting in the groove of shifting Getting in the groove of the gears. Yeah, in the ge- of the you gears. He's like, he's like gears. trying to kind of remember. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like kind of like trying to remember how to do this, whatever. And then we, we, we get going. And we're probably doing about <clears throat> 35, 40 miles an hour just, just leaving church. And all of a sudden, this massive herd of deer just comes running across the road. Just like, I, there was probably 15 deer. Oh, my goodness. And it was just like, and Darren was like freaking out and forgetting to like clutch to stop oh. and like and the car was like jerking back and forth <laughs> uh, 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 and like and all of a sudden whoomp <laughs> and and he finally got it stopped but in the meantime a deer literally ran into the side of my car <laughs> at first what is with your car and deer death <laughs> and like and so we like get out and look around there's no damage whatsoever nothing happened but it was just funny and Darren was just like basically shaking he was so scared and <laughs> I think I drove back to church or something. I don't know. But we turned right around and went back. <laughs> oh, my word. It was there great. is a weird, uh, almost like a little habitat right across from, or cl- almost across from church that I can only imagine mm. how many wild animals. Well, and Matt feeds deer, too. Okay. Or, or like, like he doesn't feed them, but he has like a food lot for them. Yeah. Plot. Well, food you guys plot. should really think about um, moving that deer crossing. <laughs> To a different place so that it's not right by your church. Yes, yeah. the deer crossing. I forgot about that. We need to change the location of the signs, the deer crossing signs, so that the deer cross, they know to cross at a different place. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> we do have some feedback. Was that the last story um, that everyone had? Yeah. I mean, I have other stories, but they're not worth mentioning at this point. Okay. At this point. Well, was... I mean, they're just, like, pretty lame. Wow, we're at 49 minutes. Wow. Just talking about, mostly anyway, we're talking about coffee too, but anyway, we had some feedback too. Jeff, Ben Latin has an idea for the name for your food segment. Mm. We had talked about uh, Jeff's, uh, or no, Elusive Edibles, was that, was, that, that Mr. Was Dave's, mine. or that was your suggestion? That was my suggestion. But we have another one from Ben Latin. He suggested Eclectic Edibles. Ooh, Eclectic Edibles. I'll have and to look that up, but it might be the one. <laughs> so thank you, Ben, for that input. Did, was there any other feedback that anyone wanted to share? Speaking of eclectic edibles, I did not have feedback. Like, no. did you get feedback? No. All right. But speaking of it, we should uh, try these berries that I brought last week because I really want to take them home and eat the rest of them. All right, let's All right, do let's, it. Let's, let's try these berries. So let's try these. These I found. Um, let's try Jeffy's berries. So the the this segment is 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 um diverging from whatever I find at the discount store to just whatever random and incredibly odd foods I find. And again, if you have a thought for some food we yeah, should try. suggestions for some food. You can mail it to us or you can yeah. message Jeff and, you and can, uh, you tell can him what to get. smash that Amazon link and have it delivered to us. Yeah, speaking, buy it and ship it. Speaking of which, we had a record number month Ooh. Uh, in May and we're having a record month here in June as well. I think I know why. We in in June we had not hit a hundred dollars before, but in June we were at 
Um, I think it was about 105, 110. Or sorry, not in June, in May. And in June, <clears throat> we're already above that. We're at about 150 wow. for June. Wow. Pretty so good. keep on smashing that Amazon link. Smash it. Guys, it has been so many years since we are actually generating profit. We're like still in the hole. We need to make up for here, lost time. And here are some of the things we can do with that money. For Jeff's segment, we're, we're going to spend some money and get a legitimate... Uh, Impersonator. Voiceover. Yeah. Or like a, a little... If not, if not a jingle, at least an, uh, a voiceover introduction. Yeah. Maybe by a like, like Gandalf. A, a really good a one. Morgan Freeman. And Morgan guys, Freeman. we also need a tagline for this segment. We need a good, solid, short tagline that goes with it. I don't want to go for a jingle again because that Jeff's jingle jingle ended up being a jingle in itself. Yeah, I, it was really weird. It was. I almost, I kind of, I forgot about it. I had it's forgotten. kind of frightening. I do remember. It, 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 it was unsettling. It, it was, it was, it was very unsettling. I should dredge that one up again. Sometime. I think it was anyway. because of the laughing kids. Yeah. Let's let's eat some of these berries. Yeah, these are um, organic Peruvian golden berries, um, also known as ground cherries. And there's two kinds of ground cherries that I know of. There's this kind and the other. These are dried, by the way. Um, then the other kind is um, they're little red cherries that grow on kind of a bush. And they're actually more like a cherry. They have a pit in the middle. Um, these are more like a tomato <laughs> than a cherry. Oh, sick. They're like oily weird. Mm -hmm. I poured them out on my phone, and now the smear is all over my phone. But Jeff, they don't taste like a tomato. They're, they're they don't. sweeter. They're and very more, sweet. and more tart. Yeah. If you have, I've had these fresh, and fresh, it's like the the texture and um, composition of them is exactly like a miniature tomato, with like a leaf shell over them, and they're about the size of a grape. Uh, but they don't taste like a tomato at all. Um, they're very sweet. They're they really like, good. Mm -hmm. They taste like the sweetest raisin I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Like they're really good, and much more moist than raisins. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, so I, don't, these I do are, not um, like raisins. These are again, they're all right. Gold, uh, dried golden berries is what they're called. Um, I got this at TJ Maxx. So, I know TJ Maxx the rest of mine. They're pretty good. They're kind of like, it's that's net essa. Like, you kind of like them or you don't. I could say. Yeah. But th they have a very... Um, They're polarizing. They have a very, like, tart taste to them. Yeah. It starts out sweet, and then once mm -hmm. it, once the juices hit the back of your <clears throat> mouth, you realize it's not sweet, it's tart. Mm -hmm. All right. We are about out of time. We no, 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 no. Correction. We are out of time. So, we'll be back next week. Okay. And we'll have another topic for you next week. What is the topic for next week? We need to discuss that. Um, Jeff and I were talking about it at lunchtime or at break time. What did we come up with, though? I don't remember. Did you miss me at lunch? I'm sorry. Yeah. I was busy I getting my chuck roast started smoking. And by the way, you guys need to come <clears> over. <throat> I'm not talking to the fans. I'm talking to Jeff and Ruben. You need to come over to my house and sample... The chuck roast. I will do that. Sampling. I chuck was glad roast to hear that you skipped lunch to go turn on your smoker. It's definitely burnt. Okay. Okay. I checked it, and it has a case of it has a shell. Oh, that's that's what it's supposed to be. Of charcoalness, mm -hmm. and I thought it was totally ruined. But then I tried a sliver, and yes, 
it does taste kind of burnt, but it's still a really good flavor. Perfect. It's supposed to have like a bark on it. Well, the bark is real with this one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the bark is real. We'll let you guys know on Facebook. The bark Facebook is what... worse than its bite. <laughs> <laughs> what the topic is going to be for next week. Thank you guys for listening. And as we wrap this up, Leighton, what is the point? Okay. The point is, Ruben, when Jeff is late, he breaks for no one or nothing. Point number two, double tap is the best option to end suffering. Point number three, beware that... Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) I had a tomato burp. A dried tomato burp uh, suddenly catch me off guard. Uh, Beware that ice chunks may not be ice chunks. And point number four, and final point, contrary to folklore, bathing in tomato sauce or juice won't wash away the stench of a skunk. Tomato juice simply masks the skunk smell. It does not eliminate it. Hmm. So tomato juice is the Febreze. Is nature's Febreze. Nature's Febreze. Mm -hmm. Yes. I didn't even think tomato juice had that much of a smell. I mean, sure, a little bit. But not something as as strong as like a lemon juice or well. When you well, rub it around, I bet maybe it has quite a maybe here's my theory. Maybe a skunk smell isn't actually that strong. It's just extremely pungent, and so a very small amount smells incredibly bad. That makes no Jeff, sense. I think Jeff, what you yeah. said was just the exact opposite from what you meant. Sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't even know what I meant. We need to wrap this up. <laughs> and what's our word of the week? Um. Word of the week is double tap. <laughs>